I'm Alan Walker, and in this episode, I was joined by Will Crandall and Mike Bassen at Sandiford of Horsefly. We talked about the huge increase in searches on Horsefly since the COVID-19 crisis began and how it's impacted their clients. We also discussed the pragmatic support that Horsefly are offering both current HR teams and those in HR, talent and recruitment who have been faced with redundancy. Enjoy. Please take your seats. This evening's performance is about to begin. So hi, Will. Hi, Mike. Good to see you. Hi, Hi. guys. How you doing? So this is the first time I've done a done a three way, so to speak, I'm a three way <laughs> podcast. To be clear, to anyone listening, and the other kind. Um, just for, for those that don't uh, those that don't know you, um, Will, we'll start with you. What is it? What is it? What is it you do, and who are you? Uh, we're Horsefly Analytics. We supply talent market analytics to uh, to the market. Uh, we cover three main areas: business planning, workforce planning, and talent acquisition. Uh, got a range of customers from Capita, eBay, and virtually every central government department. Okay, and what's your role there, Will? I'm the CEO. Okay, excellent. And Mike? Yeah, so I um, I head up our partnerships um, and uh, joined Will as he was uh, launching the business, uh, well, the Horsefly as a platform, um, and do an awful lot across um, our OPO, uh, MSP um, divisions, um, as well as support some of the enterprise level clients as well. Okay, excellent. So, Will, how's um, how's this uh, current COVID nineteen crisis affecting your business, Horsefly? Well, yeah, it's been strange. We were we were wondering how it was going to affect us. Um, uh, we were all very nervous, but surprisingly, we've had a record number of searches uh, on our platform, and um, yeah, I think um, I, I think uh, we've all come together as a uh, as a team, really well, all working remotely. Um, so, yeah, it's been an interesting time. Um, yeah. And what, what you say you've had a record number of searches? Yeah. Um, how, how are you? How are you plotting that? Is that based on the kind of in the last week, in the last fortnight? What yes. does that look like? So based on a monthly basis. So um, we we do a, a count of our searches on a monthly basis from users and. Um, yeah, we were two weeks into uh, March. Um, we'd already um, surpassed our highest ever month of searches. So, you know, uh, it come mainly from our workforce planning users. Um, yeah. Talent acquisition has so, sort of stayed steady, maybe a bit of a drop, but um, workforce planning has been absolutely shocker. <laughs> Why, why do you think that is? What do you think they're doing and what, what are they using Horsefly for at this moment? Well, I think um, there's a couple of reasons, really. I think <laughs> workforce planning have to assess, okay, who in my company, who, which talent pools within my company are most valuable? Who can we not afford to lose? Because this is a hiccup, this whole uh, COVID thing. It's going to be a hiccup. It's not going to be a, 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 you know, a long term. Um, when I say long term, I don't mean, um, a, a, you know, 12, 18 months. Yeah. This is going to be a, a shorter term thing. So workforce planning need to work out who you need to keep within the organization. What are the most valuable and in demand skill sets that they have uh, within the company? And, you know, once we get through this, um, you know, trying to hire uh, those in-demand people uh, will be very difficult. 
because by na- for the very nature of who they are, they're going to be in huge demand and everybody will be scrapping over them. Exactly. Yeah. So um, companies need to be doing need to be doing something about retaining that talent, identifying who it is. Um, and, you know, I think you'll find that, um, you know, there's a lot of talent pools within the business that they can't afford to lose. Mm. And I guess it, it sounds kind of, it might sound a little bit cold and um, hard-hearted, yeah. but actually businesses have got to be pragmatic, haven't they? If they're having to reduce costs because they've got no other way of surviving during this period of time and their main cost is people, yeah. then it, it, it makes absolute logical sense that the people that they'll, they'll keep if they aren't having to um, lay everyone off yeah. are going to be the ones that are going to be the most difficult to rehire. Yeah, I mean, uh, halfway through the sentence of saying <laughs> saying what I was saying, uh, f- I felt really cold-hearted and it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, I-, I think businesses need to be a little bit creative because, you know, if we split our industry into three sectors, talent acquisition, workforce planning and business planning, the talent acquisition guys, they can easily be, um, you know, cross over to workforce planning with the mm. right tools and, you know, a little bit of training. So maybe it's a time for companies to think about upskilling those guys. So, you know, when we come out of this, you've got a more talented workforce and, you know, more opportunities for internal mobility uh, within your companies. Yeah, I think we we had a, a really good chat um, and, uh, and that we touched on earlier last week. Um, and, and Rich uh, Hutchinson, obviously, as you know, you we know, were talking about sort of some of the things that, that they were doing, and it's allowed them to take stock of some of the technology they are using and actually start forward planning. And I think that probably dovetails a little bit into why we're seeing you know higher levels of search activity because actually. If there are recruitment freezes on now, which there are for an awful lot of businesses, and it is an awful time, um, actually, we have to plan for how do we come out of this the other side without that impact of, of, what, of, of what COVID is having on the industry right now? How can we minimize the, length, the amount of time that that does impact our business? So it's starting to think already about how to deal with when we come out through the other side. Yeah. And um, are they are people thinking what three months ahead, six months ahead? What um, do you think they're looking at? I, I mean, we've not uh, had a definitive time, and I don't think anybody knows the answer to that. I mean, even mm. the World Health Organizations and uh, you know don't necessarily know how long that's going to be. But I think it, it's planning for where our where our audience is. You know, where where do they currently work, and actually. You know, right down to the, the range of different sort of tech providers out there that, that do different things in that that whole journey of when you're planning to when you're hiring. There's, I think, there's a number of tools which actually start to support businesses engage with client, uh, candidates at, at an earlier stage to keep them warm. What other what other impacts are the clients? Because I know you spend all day talking to clients and potential clients, Mike. What other impacts are you seeing them go through? Um, well, I've, I've seen two sides of, of, of impact. One, actually, on the, the, the tech industry, and that, that obviously I'm part of with Will. Um, and you know, look, and I have to say that the way that Will's kind of rallied to um, support all of us as a business has been absolutely, you know, commendable. And, and he's exactly right. We've come together as a team, probably closer than we've ever been, and we're all working probably further apart than we've ever been. And and what I've seen, which is really nice in, in you know across our industry, is that that tech providers and there's there's a there's a few that that I know very well 
um, that have, we've all come together about how we can help each other. And so, so I think the first thing you're seeing is that togetherness, actually, um, in my world, which I think is really, really nice that, you know, we're all there and offering support. And, and again, in HR and, and that workforce planning, you know, what we've just tried to offer and all we can really offer at this stage is, is you know, how can we support, um, support those businesses that are going through a difficult time themselves? It's an interesting point, isn't it? Because it's there is a balancing act. Because I I made a comment on LinkedIn. I think it was over the weekend or, or late Friday that if everyone starts giving away their stuff for free, then actually that's a surefire way for us all to race to the bottom yeah. in terms of almost guaranteeing um, some kind of economic collapse or, or or a big bigger hiccup. Anyway, it is a balancing act, isn't it? Because we we as people who sell into the world of HR also have businesses to run. And uh, getting that balancing act right, Will, is uh, yeah. it's, it's a difficult one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think um, we're in uh, a lucky place in that our technology is really valuable for um, what, what, what customers need at the moment. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, I mean, we're looking for ways to support people. Um, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I think uh, speaking to you, Alan, uh, th- I think it, um, it, it sort of could give me confidence to say, you know, people um, who have been made redundant within HR, um, I- I'd like them to contact us because uh, we can help them with, um, you know, upskilling, um, up, you know, upskilling while they've got time. Um, mm. learn how to use you know analytics platforms learn how to use data to make better uh, decisions and uh, yeah uh, upskill in general and I guess that that, that can both be a longer term piece in terms of making sure they've got the skills to be much more data driven in terms of how they do their, their professional job exactly. but actually in the short term if they're using a platform like Horsefly they can actually see the skills that are in demand as well can't yeah. they so if they did want to decide to be really drastic and um, and maybe even reskill yeah. or retrain or go into another industry, they can use something that's like Horselight to understand where they might want to move if that's the decision they want to make. That's an yeah. absolutely brilliant point, yeah. Excellent. So um, you talked to me earlier before we kicked off the podcast about supporting incumbent hr teams through these through these difficult times what what does that look like so these are the guys who are still doing the job of hr they're maybe having either the challenge of too much hiring and it's going crazy and they can't we can't deal with the workload or they're going through the opposite end of the scale and they're having to uh, potentially lay people off or furlough i love that new word yeah. furlough yeah. suddenly <laughs> using furlough individuals what what does that support to those incumbent hr teams look like Mike, do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure, sure. I, I think that there's two things, really, Alan. One is that, I mean, our service is probably going to continue as as always has because actually, you know, look, I, I think the, the, the CF thing that we have, our customer success guys, they do an incredible job anyway. And what they're doing is just making sure that they're on hand to, to offer any kind of support on whether that's running, you know, data insight reports that, that people might be a bit overworked with at the moment um, or, you know, jumping on calls and training. Um, we've also been sort of just just offering that sort of additional support for areas that are really, really busy at the moment and, and training new users that perhaps have relied on 
other people in the past to, to use the data. And, and as Will said, look, people that are in furlough and, and um, yeah, or been made redundant, if we can if we can upskill our industry and just offer some support or even just if people are going, well, what, what, what can I do? I'm looking for a job, but can they find some, some insights from within Pulse 5 that might help them? You know, great if they can, but also, um, you know, have something that they can take with them to, to the next interview that they go to. Uh, it's a really, really difficult uh, uh, time at the moment. I think it's that sensitivity around, um, you know, making sure that, we understand that, that that lots of people are losing friends and uh, close people that they've worked with for years, um, you know, that have been put on solo or made redundant. Yeah, I think on the brighter point as well, Mike, uh, is that um, because we work with the likes of Home Office, DWP, um, all, all the major central uh, government departments, them guys, those guys are absolutely, um, they've got so much work on and mm. our CS team, we've dedicated a lot more resource to that to those guys to you know yeah. help them um, get through the stage, uh, which has been you know nice to think that we're sort of helping our in our own little way. Absolutely. What do you um? I like to kind of finish these current conversations, which we're trying to do a podcast a day for the next four weeks, uh, but they're all got. COVID-19 at kind of at yeah. the heart of them, so to speak. But I'd like to finish with a bit of positivity. Yeah. What good do you think will have come out of all this? Because normally out of a crisis, things do change in terms of behaviours and how people operate. What positivity do you think we can take from all of this? Yeah, um, I think for it'll be different for depending on the size of your business. I mean, for Horsefly, um, you know, we're hiring today and at the moment, we've because people have been made redundant, um, we're able to hire some absolutely phenomenal people, um, and there's a lot of uh, you know lots of opportunities for us to hire. Mm. Um, plus, um, you know the government are um, you know they're helping with uh, these business interruption loans um yeah i'd recommend any small business um who um has got uh, uh get access to those if they've got a solid plan and they can repay it um, because i think uh you know smaller businesses can take a, a big opportunity for, from this do you think also i think it will lead to some positive behavioral changes so around people's openness to things like flexible working working from home <coughs> parental care and all those kind of things because and um because some business owners aren't haven't always been that comfortable with that I, you i know i know you well reasonably well and i know you're you have been but i think other businesses wouldn't claim to have been always that supportive of things like that but i think it will open their eyes to the fact that people can get the job done Actually, in a variety of different environments, it doesn't need to be sat at her desk from eight o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at night. And actually, it doesn't even need to be necessarily seven, eight hours a day. Um, some people work much better in a short, condensed amount of time where they're super productive, super efficient. Other people do like their kind of longer days where they might often be filled with periods of inefficiency yes. and uh, a lack of productivity. But it should be more about less what. Less how you do it and what you put in, but basically what comes out the other end, the outputs. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I think what Mike's always <laughs> work remotely uh, with us, um, but 
what it's forced us to do as a business is put in the, the, the system so uh, people can work remotely. And, you know, it's been, um, you know, it's been amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, it's early days, yeah, but uh, we've put in a set of systems which, you know, are working and, you know, we've got those systems in long term now. And I think just to finish on the positivity thing, Alan, for, for me, um, I think it's the togetherness of, of people um, that, that I think has been absolutely brilliant. You know, I'm, I'm sure uh, most people at the weekend were probably involved by the sounds of it in some sort of uh, pub quiz on Zoom or <laughs> one of the other platforms. Um, and, um, and, and you know, look, I've, I'm seeing people working at home in hoodies that are CEOs and, and MDs, and it's, it's, it's great. You know, we, we, I think as an industry, um, we've really, you know, have embraced the togetherness and, and, and people supporting each other. Um, and, and it's great to see new ideas, you know, you'd have thought that, that, that pub quizzes on, on zoom were the, were the new in thing, um, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's good. It, it's just great. And I think, look, as a business, we're trying to do things differently and people socially are trying to do things differently. So that for me is, is, is really good to see. Excellent, great. Listen, guys, thanks for your time. Um, we are we're almost out of time now, so I just wanted to again a thank you for coming on this podcast, but also thank both of you for actually being there and supporting the industry that you know I care so much about. So thanks so much for that, and uh, yeah, have have a good day, guys. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Head over to chattalent.com for more blogs, vlogs, webinars, and other great content about HR, talent, and recruiting. Everything you could possibly need. Enjoy. Enjoy.